Welcome everyone to the MMOs.com podcast. This is episode 57 here, and this is Altai, joined this week by... Omer. Matt. Tubby. Yeah, we have a new guest, Tubby. He's filling in for both Gumby and for Shu this week, so that's a two-for-one, one-for-two deal right there. He's he's not a new guest. We did have him for the previous, again, older Sunday Fun Day, where we played Energy Heroes that Matt recommended that ruined Sean's computer. <laughs> Maybe I don't remember that time correctly. I don't think we played Energy Heroes. We, we did try to. We play tried Energy Heroes. to play Energy Heroes. We opened we it. Up. <laughs> we, we opened it. Yeah, the game was running. It just we couldn't get into a game. We, were, we got all the way to a loading screen. Like that's that's like eighty percent of a game, really. That qualifies as playing. If you got to the loading screen, all right, you're there. When the game loads, you're done. You, you beat the game when the game loads. I, I loved what I saw. Personally, like, <laughs> if I had to rate just on what I saw, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. But, like... I'm pre-ordering the, the Legendary Founders Pack with a th- over $1,000. I'm game, boys. I'm game. But this that game was French, right? So this tells me something. At least the Chinese, when they try to rip off a game, they rip off a game. The, the French, when they try, they fail. <laughs> was it trying to rip anything off? It, Dude. It looked exactly like Overwatch. Not like, no, you want to talk exactly like Are Overwatch. you kidding me? You want to look exactly oh like my god! Did you see Legend of Titan, Altai? Right. Erhan, that did not look anything like Overwatch. Yeah, I don't see... I Are don't you guys see kidding me? Some of right, the characters. Alright guys, boys, we're going to go to the website here. On... They both had guns, so... They, I... they were both video games. Alright, heads yep. up guys, heads up guys. Watch watch this right, look, right here. Right, we, got, we got Farah. Alright, we got the little... Look at this. It's the same stuff right here. We got this Zenyatta girl. This game is exactly like Overwatch. Alright, it's a hero game. There are heroes. I don't know if... The, I don't see... Like, where's Farah? It's the, like a, The cat lady. They both have rocket launchers, but she doesn't have, like, a jetpack. And she's like listen, a cyclops or something. Listen, 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 listen. I'm listening, I'm listening. Right, listening watch watch this gameplay. This game... This is Overwatch right here, boys. Anyway, that's my opinion. It kind of looked like Overwatch to me. Except, obviously, a lot worse. Let me just uh, preface, preface it. Your opinion it. is wrong. All right, all, right. all right. Well, now that we brought this up, we have to bring bring up some piece of news. I was going to bring some discussion. But first, let's go uh, talk about Legend of Titan. Because Altai just brought up a game that looks like Overwatch. I'm sure by now, most of you have heard of Legend of Titan. It's, a Ch- it's an actual Chinese ripoff of Overwatch. I'm going to go ahead and link this to you. You can put it on, on the podcast in a moment. But it's a, it's a mobile ripoff, so at least you know they copied the game straight up. But at least they have the decency to release it on mobile instead of on PC, so it's not competing in the same market. And it's developed by the renowned Jean Vulcan Network Technology Company. All right, if you're a Vulcan Network Technology Company, that sounds pretty serious business. All right. So what is this? This is a mobile Overwatch. Yeah, mo- mobile. Look, it's Legend of Titan. Don't <sighs> you dare compare it to Overwatch. All right, it's a completely did, different game. Did you guys hear their new excuse? Their new hmm. excuse is that it was a tech demo for browser technology. And I'm what? like, they clearly in the presentation said that it was for mobile. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they just, they're trying to backpedal because Blizzard's lawyers are so far up their ass. It's absurd. At least, like, when you look at Pharah in here, it's a little bit different. But if you look at Widowmaker, it's literally just copy pasted. Bastion <laughs> only looks different in tank form. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they, they reskinned some. Reinhardt looks many... the same. No, Reinhardt has an axe. Have you seen this video yet? No, this is uh, it's clearly a quality game though. This looks like hundred percent original. Well, don't you think? Honestly, for mobile, it doesn't look that bad. Like if you if you want a mobile Overwatch, like this isn't this. It, you could do a lot worse than this. I don't I don't think that's actually running on mobile though. Like oh. if you look at it, there are no mobile interface elements like the but joysticks. But there are no interface elements, are there? 
No, yeah, there are. There were a few of the scenes. But when I'm looking at this, like the one, like besides the fact that it's a shameless, shameless Overwatch clone, right? It's like insulting and hilariously at the same time. But what I see is like a very janky looking game. It doesn't look like it's running fluid. I think one of the strongest aspects of Overwatch is how remarkably smooth it ran. Well, remember, it's mobile. Like, it so... looks so bad. When you see that, like, Farah just floating around, like, on the ground and the uh, Reaper shooting her. I don't know. Dude. Also, like, reloads by throwing his guns on the ground. <laughs> how original. Yeah, I wonder what I thought of that. Guys, this game is entirely original. Don't you dare criticize the innovative Chinese people. I'm sure you guys all heard, but uh, I guess it's worth re-saying in case anyone out there hasn't. But Overwatch is actually the remnants of what was what was t was supposed to be Titan, uh, Blizzard's other MMORPG project. After a while, it got canceled a few times, and uh, oh Overwatch. My God, Legend of Titan. Legend of Titan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where the name comes from. Yo. Oh, <laughs> Matt, you discovered it. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Oh man, it's all it's all coming together now. And it was made by some of the disgruntled employees that were fired over that disaster. And they formed Legend of Titan at the Zhunyuan Vulcan Network Technology Company over in China. Oh my god, that's hilarious. But how is it that an MMORPG turned into this? I feel like that doesn't really make sense. Uh, but I think the world here has a lot more story like development than is usual for a shooter. You know, oh, like all those. Sense. So yeah. it was supposed to be, and also Titan was supposed to be a sci-fi uh, a cartoonish like MMORPG, so I think they just reuse a lot of like the lore and the world or whatever. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I want to talk more about Overwatch, but let, let's let's pivot for a second because it's good to start with something MMORPG related too. Plus, it creates a discussion here. And of, after all, of course, it is the MMOs.com podcast. I think the closed beta two for Hero Wars began recently. Today. And Today, exactly. So I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you guys played it yet, but it's a game that has that same setup that a lot of other MMORPGs have, like Vindictus or Dragon's Nest, where you have almost all of the actual gameplay taking place in instance zones. So you click on a map, like an instance area, and then you wait for people to join the party and you start the mission. It's How do you guys feel about that setup? I personally think it's kind of lazy design. It can still be fun, but like a lot of games have done it now. Like There's literally a whole genre of games. How do you guys feel about that? I don't think it's lazy. I think it's played out, is what I'd say, but I don't think it's lazy. You don't mm. think it's lazy? It's no. Like, it's how like, is that an MMORPG, though? Like, Well, I don't think it's supposed to be like an MMORPG like that. I think it's supposed to be like... It's it, Okay, so if you take a game like Diablo and you say that all of the content is basically in dungeons, is that lazy because it's all in dungeons rather than out in the overworld? No, but if the whole game feels like almost like sometimes there's mobile games where you finish one level, you get one to three stars, you go to the next level. Because honestly, all the gameplay in games like Hero Wars feels so linear. You know, you're going from like compare this to a game like Black Desert, which is the open world experience. You're going from like one map to the next map to the next map to the next map. It, it just feels like you're like there's no sense of exploration. A lot of those elements of MRPs are missing. All right. I think it's like the question doesn't feel persistent. Is, I don't think it's supposed to feel persistent. I think it's supposed to be completely different. Is there Maybe. an overworld? Is there like a city? That's that's uh. There's, there's a city. A, yeah. There is a persistent hub. Yes. Okay, so it's like Vindictus, which was I think yeah, a pretty good. Yeah, it was a solid game. So yeah, it can work. It can be a good and, game, but I, I feel like it's gonna turn a lot of people off. And also, I, I feel like a lot of people aren't gonna care if the gameplay is good. I think it's but, easier. Um, uh, I don't know how big the studio is behind Hero Wars, but mm -hmm. it's definitely easier to pull that off. 
and to give the game oh. a sense of scale without having to make a huge persistent world. So, I mean, from like, you say it's lazy, but it, I mean, if you're a small studio, I think it's better to do that than try for something that you just can't pull off. So, that's mine. So, Toby, I, can, you guess, can you guess what character I played in Hero Wars? Loli? Yes. Wow, that was <laughs> a uh, I, I mean, I also think it's going to help that Hero Wars has a really interesting story and world behind it. I mean, it's yeah, completely I mean, different. I mean, there is a story, and I didn't pay attention to it yet because, uh, I mean, I, I was doing my first video, so I didn't want to spend time reading it, but I'll, I'll take a look at it. Somebody also mentioned Rusty Hards, DFOs, other, other examples that kind of did the same thing. And it, clearly it works. Literally the most successful MRPG in the world right now in terms of player base and revenue is Dungeon Fighter Online because of its massive popularity in China. And it's the same exact formula. You know, you have the persistent towns and then all the levels you can do in various difficulties. It's just that it feels like those games are really just so similar to each other. Like, you know, we make fun of these Korean games all being knockoffs of each other. But like you have the three difficulties, you have the score at the end. Critique Online is a good example too. You have like, you get a reward at the end based on like, you get an S grade, you know, A grade, whatever. And you get one of three random prizes. Lunia did the same thing as well. There's just so many games like it. I just feel like at this point, it's some of the late, I don't know. I don't, I don't, it could still be fun. Again, don't get me wrong. But it just feels like, it barely feels like an MMORPG. I think you're confusing lazy with played out though. I still think played out, that's sure. Played out. Also, I, I don't like the word lazy. Because again, how big is a studio? Like, is it, it's yeah, not easy true. to pull off a big world. Well, I mean, there's you're so right. many empty, right. persistent worlds. Uh, and on that point, Hero Wars was was fun, by the way, in the closed beta. So I don't want to knock Hero Wars. I just use it as, use it as an example. Would you guys be open to playing a game like this? I know a lot of people say if it has like, like a world like this, some people just won't play it. That was uh, a big complaint of Skyforge, too. They said, you know what? It's it's not persistent. I don't want to play it. I've played uh, plenty of games like no, this. No, I don't think yeah, it's yeah. a big deal. I mean, look at Diablo 3. It's it's basically staged uh, yeah. games and staged uh, warps or whatever they're called, the portals. That's I think fine. the first game that did this was was it Guild Wars One? That have but Guild Wars One, it yes, it had the instance areas because somebody brought up in the chat, it was a uh, real fiddly, and you had uh, mostly instance content, but it wasn't so structured the way DFO Hero Wars. Yeah, that's true. The whole world was big, like you could just explore like outside, yeah. even if you were right. These are just stages. It's like oh, people made fun of you know Final Fantasy XIV for being a hallway simulator, you know, and this you're just beating levels. I still think it's just a different crowd. I don't think it's a lazy versus not lazy thing. I think it's just different. Yeah. Well, I guess we're all okay with all right, it. You know, back to Overwatch. Back to Overwatch. <laughs> back to Overwatch. Fine. All right. Big news this week for me, in my opinion, biggest news I found was that for for a brief second in Korea, not brief second, I, even now, even as of this moment, I get really? the link. Yep. Okay, I'll put it up. But okay, basically, Overwatch surpassed League of Legends in Korea. In terms of uh, players at the cyber cafes called PC Bangs, and uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll bring up to some live stats right here. This site tracks this nonsense. So Overwatch is sitting right now at 30.18% of players, while League of Legends is at 28.59. And this is the first time a game has unseated League of Legends in like five years or something. Four years. It, Four years. Right? It's rumored though that you can play Overwatch for free at PC Bangs. Okay, uh, I believe that, but still, you got to give it some credit having that massive market share. Like no other game has even come close to dinging League of Legends in Korea. Dinging. By free, by free you mean like they don't have to pay if you have the PC bang, or they don't have to pay for the game? They don't have to pay for the game. They just log in with their. Uh, but they have to pay. Uh, that's, that's not fair. That's oh, the, yeah, that's, that's, that's a different market in Korea. 
No, that's how PC things always do. Yeah. Like every game's like that. So it's not really that different. Like in League and PC Bangs in League, you get every champion for free. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm surprised I, I played League so long and I didn't know that. Oh, then never mind. I thought it was something different. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it'd be things. kind of stupid to have to pay for a retail game on someone else's computer. Like, it doesn't make so. Yeah, that part I understood, yeah. but I didn't know you got every champion for free if you play on a PC Bang. You also get IP boosts. You get a bunch of like PC bangs. They market it by giving like a bunch of stuff away for free. Uh, well, not for free. Like they give you a bunch of bonuses that you can only like PC bang exclusive. So that's like a big drawing point for a lot of people in Korea. What do you feel about? How do you feel about PC bangs? I feel like it'd be really cool to have them in the West, like because it it makes gaming more social. Yeah, he's the West is too big. Yeah, you you say that, Omar, but there's actually uh, a land cafe near us. And we've been there once, and we didn't even like sit down. We just like walked through and then walked the, out. The problem is it's the culture, because like it, it's kind of awkward here to go there and play. But like, it, what? It, it, I think it'd be really cool to live in a like a society where it's just the norm. You know, there were people there. They were sitting. What are you talking no, about? No, there was like there was like two people there. Well, again, we, were, we think, went there like at noon or something, like on a weekday. But the, again, if we lived in South Korea, for example, it'd be like the norm. You know, you go there, you hang out with your friends. I think it'd Don't be a much more social experience. Out. Don't most people do that though because they don't have computers that can play these games? South Korea is a rich country though. At this well, point, rich doesn't like mean... the culture's established. Well, look at rich Japan. The, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean they have computers. And they don't have the room too. A lot of Asian rooms and houses are smaller. They can't be the reason. <laughs> Why? It could. Like, the houses are too small to fit a computer? Come on. <laughs> like, are, they, are they all like hoarders? Are you know, hoarders? Come on. No. I think the culture. Okay, you could be right when like gaming first happened in Korea that they were poor, like China, which is why Land Cafe stuck off. But the reason I think it, it stuck is because it became culturally, you know, accepted the norm. Yeah, PC things are huge over there now. I, I don't think any of those people interact, though. I'm pretty sure they live in their own little worlds at the computer. That's how it would be here, but at least. A lot of people will also just go with their friends. So, like, they'll be, like, thumbing four other friends, and they'll, like, queue up a league together, and they'll just play beside each other kind of deal. You'd also like you. You would have to meet some people there, too. Like you know, you'd be you'd be playing like Maple Story or something, but some other guys playing too. And you talk, like, or maybe a more obscure game, and you'd be like, "Hey, you know, you play that game too." And then they talk. I think you would create more interesting social interaction. Which I, I think, think you're. I think fun. you're over judging people's yeah. willingness. Do you actually think that would happen? I don't yeah, think that would happen. I don't think that would happen at all. I wouldn't talk to anyone time. I don't go there with. You know, like I think this is the only time I've heard Omer be an idealist. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm saying it would happen sometimes. Okay, it'd be cool. Only there's right. like a mutual like friend between your group and like their group. Do we need you know to find more too? friends? No, you know what's funny too? We you know talking about PC bank people socializing. Aaron and I watched a documentary about a year ago about like some poor people in South Korea, and they would actually go to land cafes just to go to sleep there because it was cheaper than a hotel. And then they go to they that go was to Japan. That was Japan. Cafe. That was Japan. It was Japan. It was Japan, not Korea. My bad. So they go to like like a P PC cafe there and they go to sleep. I'm sorry. What? I'm not kidding. Yeah. It's apparently, apparently land cafes in Japan are actually just like daily motels for like the poor or underemployed men in Japan. There was a news story that came out like a year ago about some like 12 year old or 14 year old who ran away from home and lived at a land cafe for like three years. <laughs> so I don't live there. <laughs> land cafe made some money off. He, he grinds in WoW for WoW gold to sell to make up his daily uh. <laughs> what does he eat though? I mean, they have food there. They have food there. Yeah. yeah. Is is it like movie theater food or it can't be? No, no, it's cheap. It. It's just like ramen and shit. 
I think you're uh, over. It's not like America. They're really run down places like the, those night cafes in Japan. In Japan, I feel like in South Korea that it can't be run down because a lot of people use it for gaming. I don't know. That doesn't mean anything. All right, well, continue the Overwatch thing. I mean, Overwatch is at a pretty healthy margin right now ahead. Obviously, I don't think anyone predicts that it's going to stay there for like the next couple of years. No one's saying it's dethroned League of Legends. It just, right now, it's more popular and that's newsworthy. But let's talk a little bit of Overwatch because we've all all played Overwatch. There's the PC bank. Let's take a look at this PC bang. That's a typical PC bang. That's what it says. Did you Google typical PC bang? No, I Googled South Korea PC bang. No, this looks actually, nice. This looks really looks nice. nice. Yeah, this looks really nice. And then here's like another how, one. Do you like how they have those screens between each other? It's like it's like the guy next to you is watching porn. You're definitely going to notice. It's not even, yeah, it's not even like like blocked. It's just like clear plastic. It's like a glass. Like why yeah. even have that if it's not going to be like fully blocked off? I guess so people don't hit each other. Hmm. <laughs> they don't hit each other? Is that what he said? Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Positing. So they're going to just punch the guy next to him? No, like, no, they don't like lean their arm over or something on their side. Okay, okay. I yeah. thought like they're going to ridge and hit the guy no, next to them. Like, yeah, or if you have like you're moving your keyboard and your mouse around too much, you don't just like hit the guy next to you. All right, that's fair. And I yeah. think that's just a clear divider. It looks really cool though. Yeah, those look nice. I mean, they look nicer than I expected. I'll say that, but they look crowded as fuck. They look really, you know, I, really tightly packed. I would hang out there. You yeah, would, you, yeah. you would not hang out there. <laughs> yeah, what percent of people that go there are girls? You think? Zero. <laughs> okay. Do you see any girls in both of these, either of these pictures? I don't. So, does You're that right. answer your question? That does answer my question. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the golden rule. There's no girls on the internet, dude. Yeah, that's true. Unless they're naked on porn sites, that's it. <laughs> Tubby would know because he pretended to be a girl for three years. Wow, <laughs> just true. Don't reveal, don't reveal a secret so quickly. Oh, how am I gonna scam people for the wow goal if you tell everyone my secret? And then, uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Alta and I both pretend to be girls as well to take advantage no, of people in games. Come on, man! Wow gold, you're still going after wow gold. It's supposed to be Zenny. You need the Zenny. In Korea, you gotta rock that Zenny. <laughs> okay. Alright, quick question about no. Overwatch, guys. We all we all have it. We've all played it. I remember I remember everyone I knew playing it, like when it first came out for the first week or two. But I've I've seen personally a major attrition rate among the people I know playing. Mm -hmm. uh, have you guys observed that as well? And do you think it's got legs? Like in like six months from now, will we people will be playing this game like for hours a day? I think it really depends on how they do the rank. If they do the rank well, I can see it doing really well but if they mm -hmm. screw up the rank i see people just not wanting to play hmm. i think that makes sense because i think a lot of people ranked is a big deal for them even if like a lot for league of legends i think a lot of people play ranked. like even a lot of you know casuals that are bronze and silver that's such a big rank community that like it creates status in the game and it makes people play and keep coming back like for me i would i don't play normal games in league of legends anymore i have it for at least a couple years like i play league just to play rank it's more serious. I want to climb the ladder. And for Overwatch, I played, a sh I would say, a pretty sh a shit ton, at least 40 hours worth of uh, normal games because there was no rank. And I'm taking a break because why play outside of rank at this point? If ranked is good, it can keep you coming back, I think. Yeah, I agree. I don't understand what you're saying if ranked is good. Like... Uh, if you do the ladder poorly, like... Uh, I don't know, a, a really basic example would be like if they made it so it's a, more of a grind than a skill based thing. So like, 
uh, I forget what game it was, but there was a game where basically every time you won, you gained MMR. I mean, Raiden. Every time you lost, you didn't lose Raiden. So it's like basically whoever played more was higher rated, kind of deal. Oh, that, that sounds like an awful ranking system. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> if they do something awful like that, I could see it doing like. They did that for Overwatch ranked pri in the first alpha, where it was friends and family, and people said it wasn't hardcore enough, which is why they took off uh, ranked on the second alpha or the second beta test and that's why they didn't launch that either and they actually did a video recently talking about what they plan to do with rank and they said they want to make it more competitive specifically this, to handle that issue this is why people use elo it's yeah. simpler but they're, they're not using mmr here they're using like some battle score or something which is based on rating but it's not going to give you the rating straight up so it'll, it'll kind of be masked the way i guess it does in league in other games like, I, I kind of don't like that. I just want the game to tell me what is the game, what, does the, what is my MMR? What does the game think my MMR is? I want I want a number, I want it simple and straightforward. I don't want layers of complexity on it, like in Lee, you got the Diamond 3, Diamond 4, Silver this. No, I want a number, okay? That's my ideal ranking system. But I don't. it's not going to do that. Company's been moving away from that for like years, though. Years and years. Yeah, StarCraft, for example. League, League used to have that. I don't know why. They, they I guess they made it more careberry and like with badges. Like, I'm diamond. I'm gold, guys. Because if you're like 900 rating or something, or really bad, low rating, 500 ELO or something in League, if you were like bronze 3, you feel good when you get the bronze 2. There's, there's a sense of progression. But if you're like 800, you're in the shitter. If, you go, if you're 900, you're still in the shitter, you know? At least you still see like the climb when you're bronze 5. I don't know. Bronze Does three. that... Uh, all right, ready? If you're a bronze, you're in the shitter. It's just, I don't care. It's one to five. <laughs> okay, but it's still like a progression, you know? You feel closer that you're out of the shitter. But when you're like 500, you get to 700 after a while, you, you just, you're still in the shitter. I don't That's know. my view of it. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, I have an interesting Overwatch news. So apparently, there's a feature I never used, but I was aware of it, called Avoid This Player. Uh, you can right-click someone's name or something, and you can avoid that player in queue. And the point was to stop trolling or griefing right if someone's anno yeah. annoying you but obviously obviously it didn't work that way and they had to remove it because people were just really? people were it. just avoiding high skill players it's pretty hilarious i yeah. avoid every single han so i queued with it's just <laughs> i felt that was a good use of it as soon as i saw that feature i was like there's no point to have this because it's only there's only one real way to use it and it's abusing it it's it will find a way to abuse anything right you give them an opportunity but they're gonna find a way to abuse it uh, i'm waiting for you guys to find out that it can't cue you because you've blocked too many people <laughs> why am i hours <laughs> it's like blizzard why and then you end up like you you blocked 70 percent of the players i mean can you can you imagine they kept that feature like that in in a ranking system because it probably wouldn't matter at the low rankings, but the high, high rankings, there's only a, a small group of people you can queue against, right? Yeah. So if you block one or two, three, four, five, you know, people. Also, if you block one guy, you can't queue against this whole team because it won't put yeah. you in a queue with them. It would make the matchmaking a lot longer. Yeah. It, not, not just longer, but so the web it would weave is just retarded. So I, I, I'm shocked they that went through like the testing phase and got into the game, but now it's gone. So that's good. I mean, they also figure in terms of matchmaking queue times. The game is so popular that banning, I mean, blocking a couple of people was really no issue. You'd still find games really quickly. I mean, I guess that was their thought process. But again, people find ways to abuse it. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm personally really looking forward to ranked. All right, so well, speaking of hero shooters, uh, I know Matt and Omar had a chance last week to play, or this week, to play 
uh, Lawbreakers. I sent you a key. Why didn't you play it? I, I Actually, I did launch it, I think, last night, like 2 a.m. Servers were down. Yeah, that was only two days. Oh, well, that explains that. Invest <laughs> <Rest> in pepperoni. <laughs> I did install it, though, to my uh, defense. So tell me, how was Lawbreakers? Do you guys have a good experience, I can't bad experience? I can't opinion because I ran very sluggish. So I think Matt will have a better you know, discussion of it. Matt, it's about it. as good as I remember it being. It's about exactly the same as I remember it being. It looks like they slapped together the matchmaking and the um, main menu, though. I mean, it's kind of... It's kind of... Uh, I would not go with the first look video. That is sluggish. I have a question. I have a question. So, Toby, are you aware of this game at all or no? No, not at all. All right, so take a look at this game. I maintain that it looks like Overwatch, but more realistic rather than cartoony. Um, others have said, no, it's not Overwatch. It doesn't play anything like Overwatch. No, it's not like Overwatch. I mean, a little like Overwatch. All right, I'm going to have to ask you a question here. Is right. every game with someone with a rocket launcher <laughs> just an Overwatch clone? <laughs> <laughs> Look in your eyes, is that what qualifies as an Overwatch clone? Tell me really uh, picked up a lot in this podcast right away. <laughs> He's already analyzed Altai. <laughs> Dude, it's Overwatch. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not. Overwatch is like a lot more grounded. It feels like a lot less abilities. It looks like a real tournament slash quake with character. With you know, with some hero abilities. There's only there's no ultimate. Well, there kind of is DQ, but not as much as Overwatch. Yeah, this this video you took over is so janky. Yeah, it's because again I had performance issues, so I I didn't. That's why I told you not to use it. All right, like me, like me something else. But uh. Because it's an alpha, I had some performance issues. I think a lot of people, some people having FPS issues. Not everybody, obviously. And these little issues will be fixed by the time the game launches. But it felt like a faster paced, like um, Dirty Bomb, in my opinion. And I say Dirty Bomb because Dirty Bomb also had the two, um, like, few hero abilities. It's like an arena shooter slash Dirty Bomb mix. Dirty Bomb was a free to play shooter, right? Here's one. It, it's not free to play. You have to pay for it. Which right. makes me think, for that reason alone, I don't see the game succeeding. Right, as, I hope it does. It's pay to play. Yeah, you got to buy it. It's a um, retail game. As a as a as a third party, un unknown about this game, do you think Lawbreakers has any chance with Overwatch out there, Tubby? Yeah, that's a good question. Tubby should answer. Yeah. Like, do you want to come in out this we summer? Don't know. Soon. It, no, it's not coming out this summer. It's coming out sometime after this summer. It's gonna go into um, early access. They're not sure I, when. Uh, if the early access comes out, it's out. Okay. I feel like FPS players like to play different FPSs. Like not not every player, but I feel like if they space it out enough, and the Overwatch hype dies enough, like it could do all right. It could, but I think. Uh... Go ahead. But the game itself looks mediocre. <laughs> like it looks. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys like it? Uh, I, like I really it, like I it. It plays a lot better than it looks. And I, I think the whole dynamic between the characters they have is a lot more solid and like balanced than I've experienced in Overwatch, even at this early stage. I really like the character you're seeing right now, the like the, with the rope. I, I, I mean, I did by far the best on him. And he, I felt like he was a really original, unique character in the game. Because you focus on your melee weapons, you were like a ninja, you had the crazy maneuverability. And what did you feel like a tag on Titan when you were repelling around? I thought that was really cool. But the other characters kind of felt bland to me. I mean, they had personalities. They would like they would talk and stuff. But it's this is the only character that I actually really thought was 
something. Whereas I'm every not... character in Overwatch feels like really well fleshed out. See, I thought for sure with how much you play Soldier 76, you'd be the enforcer. I tried the enforcer, but he just felt very bland. And this guy like two shots people. Like when you when you get melee range, they're instant dead. With the other guy, everyone's repelling all over the place. They can't kill them. All right, guys. All right, uh, conspiracy time. But before this comes out, right when it, when they had the schedule on lockdown, Blizzard is going to release their first major Overwatch patch, like new new characters, new skins, new maps. Boom. Conspiracy time. The problem with that is I don't think Blizzard looks at this game as even a threat. Like, not even <laughs> close to a threat. I would think of this less as a competitor to Overwatch and more as a game that's going to carve out its own niche. Possible. All right, I hope so. I mean, it, I'm all for conspiracies, but I just don't see that conspiracy happening. I mean, we saw what happened to Battleborn, right? Yeah, they got dunked. They just got dunked by Overwatch. It's over. You know, game set think, and match. I, I don't think Battleborn. I don't think Battleborn suffered exclusively because of Overwatch. I think it had a lot of like perception issues. And I think a lot of people went into it expecting something completely different. It was kind of different, though. I mean, you got to give. I mean, it was a it was a full on MOBA, but with with FPS elements. Like you can't look at that game as a traditional like a shooter because you didn't you know you didn't like three shot people or five shot or even ten shot people. It was just a straight up shooter, MOBA. So I would say it was different. Well, I mean, I think they expected something different than they got. Mm. All right. So I imagine. Do you think this whole uh, trend of hero shooters? Is kind of like MOBAs, like in 2014 and 15, where they had tons of MOBAs that came out that went nowhere? I think hero shooters are going to potentially have a larger market than MOBAs because they're easier to get into. Potentially. Potentially. I think Energy Heroes is going to have no market, all right? That's my thing. I think Energy Heroes is going straight down the shit. I did not say anything about Energy Heroes. It was also a hero shooter, though, so I had to bring it up. Well, there it is. I don't know. I, I, I think these games are just going to... Just, you know, struggle to stay afloat in Overwatch's wake. That's my I think this it. game would do awesome if it was free to play. But because it's not, I don't, who's, I don't, we'll see again. I, I, I'm really curious now. Just, I want this game to come out already so we can see how it does. I, I mean, actually, it I also really great. want to play it I mean, on a smoother it, it, computer. Smoother yeah, it, the thing is, it looks like a buy-to-play game. I mean, it really it does. It looks. Wait, are you judging a book by its cover? I mean, I think it'll be fine because it looks like one, right? Because like that's all you need to be a successful buy-to-play game. You have to look like it. What, what what felt really awkward to me in this is the characters like they they go for a gritty feel too. If you play it right, so your character would be like just dropping f bombs pretty randomly. Like, what was the deal with that, Matt? Oh, you mean like the quirky lines they had? The, quir- the stereotypes. It just, it just, yeah, it just they're just dropping f bombs trying to be like. Look, we're a, we're a mature game for adults. We don't mess around, you know. We oh, got I don't, I don't we know. drop f bombs. The lines that they all say are cringy. Like the one was like, "Today crime's gonna pay," and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> the cursed ones are awful. What's up with the name? Is there any is there any story behind the name Lawbreakers? Are these like criminals yeah, fighting each other? Law, one yeah. side is breakers. <laughs> Lawbreakers. What? Yeah, the two oh. factions, the two sides. One is law, one is breakers. That's pretty silly. There is a story, but they haven't released like any of it. All I know is there's been a cataclysmic event, and like there are zero gravity zones all over the world. The world shattered into a bunch of pieces, <laughs> but it's not post-apocalyptic because the world has rebuilt itself. That's all I know. <laughs> Amazing. Somebody said they're lawbreakers. Do you think they care? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's enough of this. Enough of this. Enough of this. Enough I of got... lawbreakers. Let's move on. Move on. Move on. All right. I got something. I got. I got, got something. I something for us over here. So it was actually a thread on um, 
RMORPG, which I thought was a little bit interesting. Somebody said, what makes an MMO unappealing to you? And I thought it was pretty funny because the guy, the guy who made that thread, he was saying, like, I don't like Korean games because of one of the reasons he doesn't like Korean games was because uh, it's free to play, which means they throw in cosmetics and pay to win bullshit. Which I thought was pretty hilarious that he included cosmetics and pay to win bullshit. Pay to win bullshit in the same sentence. And I actually called out, like, wait, why are you putting cosmetics and pay to win bullshit in the same sentence? Like, one affects the game, one doesn't. And the guy tells me, well, someone, not, I'm not sure it was him, but somebody replied, because, it us, because it's usually flashy crap that encourages you to buy stuff rather than earn it. Again, some games get away with it, like MOBAs, but in general, pl- paying monthly should be enough to get all the stuff you want if you want to earn it in the game. Do you guys think that's a valid complaint, or is this guy just absurd? I think that's a form of entitlement. Like, developers can charge whatever they want. It's up to you to decide whether you want to pay it. But you can't tell them that they can't charge that because you don't want them to. But his logic, because it's usually flashy, ugly crap. Like, first it's ugly. Like, don't buy it. You know? Okay. Like, why, why are you so mad, bro? Well, remember, what was, what was the name of the topic, Thread? Uh, what makes an MMO unappealing to you? Okay, first, all right. So, again, it's a it's like an opinion thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, as an opinion, I, I don't care. I'll still play a game, but a lot of the costumes and a lot of like, let's say, fantasy games, are like sci-fi or like modern, like flashy. Like they don't fit the world. It it does bug me. It's not going to stop me from playing or whatever, not but using them myself. But when some I see, let like you hide those players though, so you only have to see them if you don't want. Yeah, but I I haven't I haven't encountered that option in the menu. I haven't looked. But it does annoy me when I see like a guy in a jetpack, let's say, or like a, a, a hoverboard, right? In a, like in a fantasy world. It bothers me a little. It's a uh, fancy world. It's unless, fantasy. Unless it's done like nicely with like steampunky, like 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 the gnomes in uh, Wow, you know, like they're like, you know, like they got steam shit going on. It just it's just weird that somebody would throw in cosmetics and pay to win bullshit in the same sentence. I mean, I I think the pay to win bullshit is a pretty universally hated topic. But to just say, oh, those assholes buying cosmetics, it's like it ruins my. Immer- Come on, how does it ruin your immersion? You do you do you. You let them do them. Right? Well, yeah, but no. Daniel, it, Mary, you had to buy that car in Terra. You've ruined my right? life. Right? You yeah. <laughs> Terra's a big offender, actually. There's a lot of nonsense in Terra, like the cosmetics. But how is it offending you? It's not offending me. It's just not appealing when I see it. Oh. I, I look at it and I want to cry. I, yeah. I, I really see? Do. Man, all right, I'm with Matt on this I mean, one. What do you think? Omer invited me to play Second Life, and he had like a unicorn costume with a rainbow dick, and I was really jealous. I didn't get into the game because I was like, twenty dollars for this unicorn costume, and it, it honestly made the game really unappealing to me. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to agree with that. That's fine. the guy that bought a ghillie suit. Ooh, ooh, ghillie suits were uh, were a great design, great stuff. <laughs> Well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk Black Desert right now because uh, we have Tuppy in here with us, and he's played a shit ton of Black Desert, and oh. they actually just launched a pretty big update. So, but we, did we you play video. any Node Wars? No, because it just came out. And what good yeah. are you? God, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna link you the video from Node Wars and Black Desert. What is Node Wars? Is it like when you can you can actually fight for those little points you can put put points into now? Yeah. Yeah. I thought they had that back when I played, but I guess they didn't. No. It seems like a pretty, like, pretty key part of the game. Is I remember just, like everyone was excited about it. Is it just Node Wars or Sieges? Siege, Siege Wars, Siege Wars are here too. Uh, sieges yeah. are way bigger. Sieges uh, just happen like once a week, and you fight over a castle, and there's four like marketplaces. 
You can change the tax rate on the markets if you own a castle, then your guild gets a lot of money. But these features have been out well, in that's... Korea for a long time. Why it takes so long to come out in uh, North America? Well, that's one of them. The other one is also you can place towers and fight over zones, and you have to destroy every other guild's tower. Yeah. So, so there's the castle sieges, and then there are node sieges. And basically, it's going to come down to whoever's played longer and has higher gear is going to win. I so mean, you I guys play gear was a big deal. You guys played BDO a lot more than we did. Like, what, what's going on in that game? Is it still doing well? Is it shrinking, growing? What are your thoughts? Uh, I, I quit after like three weeks. So. Oh. <laughs> From what I saw, a lot of like, a lot of people are catching up to the top tier. Like, there's a lot. The higher you get, obviously, the bigger the diminishing returns are getting. So a lot of like the. Uh, top guilds weren't dominating anymore because some of the smaller guilds were starting to catch up in gear. But the player base was shrinking slowly, but not like alarmingly fast. I mean, then again, maybe more, you know, after the launch has a, a period of declining, you know, user base. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Alright, so we've been playing yeah. uh, Blin so little, like for last week's oh. Sunday Funday. Before, I don't... Before, oh. right. Before I, we switch, I just wanted to say, okay, so. I can't find it now because damn MMORPG and their site redesign, right? But they had a thread on MMORPG's forums and somebody was collecting all the issues that were going on with the new patch with Node Wars and Siege Wars and stuff. And supposedly the Tamer's pet is now invincible, but it can't attack anything and the Tamer's been debuffed big time. And there are a bunch of other like promised updates that just aren't working and classes that are just straight up broken and people are like what the fuck dom what did you do but well, they, they did fix one thing right with the hacking yeah they fixed, they fixed the hacking they fixed one hacking aspect which is good it's kind of a big deal they uh they moved skill cooldowns from client side to server side as of the last patch so that's going to prevent the hackers the, the abusers from getting away with that element and in fact the source for that was um one of the devs for one of the hack tools that lets you abuse the cooldowns said it's not going to work anymore because it's server side. But there is an option to try it, but because it's server side, you're like 99% chance to get into the band when you do it. So they'll be able to <laughs> detect it right away. Me and my brother used to always joke about how Dom literally had two jobs was to like translate the game and to support the North American like servers. And the translation was god awful. Like it was. One of the worst translations. Like I haven't actually played that many translated games, so but like, it was pretty bad. Well and then like the customer support for Black Desert was like a tier above Steam, and that but that's not saying much. Like so, oh uh, Dom, I think was a bad company to handle the game. Well, they're the same company that publishes in Korea, aren't they? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoever they whoever they hired to handle, it, I guess, just did a bad job. They have, they're a subsidiary. It's Dom Games Europe. Also, I think the whole server side with the skill set must have been done by the developers. It's, a, it's not like it's not a publisher decision, right? No, it's okay. not. It whoever, okay, that just tells me whoever was in the development team was just retarded. That's that's an obvious thing. It's not forgivable. It's not excusable. It's not like explainable. No, you're right. You're right. You just if you do that, I wouldn't. That guy shouldn't get hired to be a developer for any game. You know, from now until he dies, he's just mentally retarded. So that's just a. Uh, Wow, shots fired. Incredibly Every, stupid. Harsh, but whoever did that really did fuck He, he should get that. taken out back and shot, really. But we live in a civilized wow. world. We can't do it. Like, like, this is 2016. Like, this stuff didn't happen, like, in, like, 1990s when I played. They, you know, they were smart enough not to... 
allow Air things like that. everyone, this is 2016. Why can't we take people out back and shoot them when they don't <laughs> do their jobs right? <laughs> All right. Anyway, I, I was trying to switch the topic with Blade and Soul, but I was just mentioning, what's with these recent games and, like, not getting new weapons? Like, I remember in um, Black Desert, right? You don't get equipment. You just keep what you have, right? Uh, kind you, of. It doesn't, like, change, like, for a long time. Uh, well... Alright, for weapons, you had your Yuria, which is the one you started with, then you had Leferto, then you had Sarka. That was, like, your progression. Yeah, okay, so three weapons, whatever. Same thing in Blade and Soul. I've been, I'm level 25 in Blade and Soul now. I've been using the same weapon. I just keep feeding it other weapons that I find. Like this yes, shit. but it upgrades. You feed it different weapons, and it transforms the new weapons. No, one of the cool things in MMOs is, like, Diablo. Like, I want to, like, kill the boss, you know, and, like, I get the new sword. You know, like, this one has fire. the boss, you get the new sword that lets you upgrade your current sword, because... The, current, the evolution materials which let you get new weapons in Blade and Soul are from like the dungeons and stuff. It doesn't feel the same. I want the okay. flame sword, the poison sword, you know, like I want the big broadsword, little katana. Like, come on. Do you like that design, Omer? Where you just like upgrade one piece of gear instead of trying to get like a unique piece of gear? Uh, you, you still have gear because you have the, the soul shards, which are just like the pie pieces. So you have gear that way. I actually don't mind upgrading system. I, it, I think it works pretty well. Do you like it though? Would you prefer it over, let's say, like Diablo 3 or WoW's system of gear where you get unique stuff? I really like Diablo's system of gear. So that's that's a whole, but only only action RPGs have really pulled that off. Like, I haven't seen any RPG besides D Diablo and Path of Exile even attempt well, to pull that off. WoW kind of had it too. Where... Yeah, WoW well, had it. Like, I was, yeah. I was changing gear every dungeon run. Like, no, but, uh, doing your leveling? Well, like, I said Path of Exile, and uh, it was randomized stats in Diablo. I feel like the randomized stats was oh, what made Diablo. No, 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 no. I'm not talking no, necessarily not randomized stats. I'm just talking about, let's say, every time I kill a boss in a dungeon in WoW, right, I was pretty much going to replace one piece of gear during, during the run. Uh, again, it's, a, I, I kinda, it's not that I don't like it. It's just, it's just a different thing. I, I can't say it's better or worse. It's, I, I really don't complain with it. it, it, think, it work, I think it works. Uh, I think it's strictly worse, like... Plus, it allows you to use your trash loot that's not like if you find loot that's not for your character, it doesn't go to waste. Like, you know, if, you, if you're hunting in WoW and you find like a blue that's like for a different class that's buying down pickup or something stupid that does nothing for you, at least here you can make use of it. I mean, you say that, but like nothing you find, even if it's for your class, is is equipped. It's all fed yeah, into your starting gear. It all it is all fed into your starting gear. So right instead of the gear dropping, why don't, let's just say like they gain experience. Like imagine like your weapon and your earring and your necklace all gain a little bit of experience as you fight rather than having me open my inventory every five minutes less involved though because well, it, it feels less involved yeah but it's just it, it, the way it's involved now is just absurd and useless it's, it's no, like for the pie pieces especially i think it's actually a little interesting oh don't get me starting the pie pieces oh, what like with the, with, the, with the pie pieces when you upgrade your uh soul shards whether uh, you you get varying stats and because uh, there's, there's rng involved in upgrading pie pieces because you can get like Okay, plus four yeah. accuracy up to plus seven, depending on what you put on there and how well you craft it. It's like a percentage chance. So there's some randomized randomization there too. So it's not always the same. I don't think it applies for the regular weapons though. The hey, whole guys, leveling felt so busy, abstract. Uh, I was busy responding to an email. What is Erhan's argument here? Okay. He doesn't like feeding weapons. He doesn't like the fact there's only one weapon in Blade and Soul. And it's again, oh, it's not just with that. I think it's fine too. It's like Blade and Soul. It even changes visually as you upgrade it. Like it's fine. It's completely fine. I don't see what's wrong with that. It it, it diminishes like the sense of uh, reward for me. Like I want I want How? like. I mean, look at it this way: you're you're finding new weapons that you then evolve your current weapon with, and then it changes into a weapon similar to that weapon that you used. They're to not even. How right, about this then? Imagine you just gain experience as you fought. 
your weapon. I'd be fine with that. But I mean, that it, would be better than this. This is just uh, every once okay. in a while I gotta open my inventory, throw my junk like into my items, and then close it. Using your okay. logic. Give the experience thing, give my weapon a voice, and then it's a new character, and I'm totally fine with that. I mean, you I, think I'm kidding, but no, I'm serious. I don't know. Everyone, Everyone in the world is walking around the same weapon as me in Blade and Soul. That just makes One sense. Guy actually, Mufte agreed with you. He said, uh, actually, that's why he stopped playing Blade So it felt stupid that everyone literally had the same weapon. And so clearly you're not alone in that opinion. But I want to go back to your logic of saying it should just automatically level. If you, yes, it's an extra step, right? But if you literally break, if you if you break down every MMO down to their basic, basic, easiest form, why not just play a game where you just sit in town and press some buttons and you just numbers go up? Now here's why. Because, why even bother doing anything? Because then? there's no actual purpose. There's no purpose with the uh, feeding it the weapons. Like you have to find the weapons to feed it. It's not just everything that drops it. Because if you got experience, so for everything, you're why don't like shards just drop or something like weapon shard, armor shard? Like what? Like no one is ever going to use a green that drops. No one is ever going to use any piece of equipment that drops in this game. They're all going to use a Hong Moon or whatever starting one, right? No, no, you, uh, late, you know, you or they're going to switch once late game. They're going to switch. I think yeah. There, there are some switches for, that happen. from one to twenty-five or to twenty-six so far, right? Nothing yeah, that yes. dropped, okay, is even remotely usable. But you have. But the problem is, you keep complaining about that, right? But. That doesn't apply at all for the soul shards. The soul shards are what you're talking about. The traditional gear system, basically, with soul shards. No, but the soul shard system, all right, if you guys don't know, basically, there's no gear in this game <laughs> except gear. for... It's gear, right? But they're just slices of pie, and you have, like, ten of them, I think. Eight of them. Eight of them, or ten of them. Or it's eight of them. Well, you also have gear. You also have, like, the earrings and the necklace yeah. that you have to upgrade. Exactly I don't it, like, the like, what am I equipping? I don't understand. Am I shoving, like, this slice in my head? Like... It, how is that an issue? How is that bothering you? I can't. I can't get into it. Like, and wow, right, I got the pauldrons. I got the gauntlets. I got the sword. You know, okay, things happen. Here's, here's the thing, right? I mean, I think that it's better to keep the same weapon and improve it because where, who's gonna? Okay, if you want to have this logical debate, then tell me why the fuck a sword is dropping out of a fucking dragon? Okay, it's hoarding it. Just a <laughs> wait. No, not just a random sword, but like a sword of fiery death and it's just like why would a dragon have this if say that like it's a dragon slaying sword right wouldn't the guy that he would have stolen it from and eaten it that you're tearing the thing out of the stomach of the dragon with wouldn't he have just killed the dragon with the dragon slaying sword uh, well he How tried see that's why he was there okay, he, you, he got there he tried really he failed there. and now you're taking his sword for the old adventurer why, why is the why are these wolves I'm killing dropping blue swords still? Huh? What about that? You want to talk about realism? Oh why my are god! Dropping weapons. Okay, okay, it's well, a matter of what looks cool. You're the one that is arguing that it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so now if you want to say that it doesn't make any sense, you have to question everything. Right, you fine, fine. Just question We're that. assuming like when you kill the wolf or whatever, or like the orc, that you're looting its encampment or its pack or its backpack, right? And I do agree, wolves should not drop stuff. Like, they should drop fur and like and like blood and paws, right? But orcs can drop swords and shit. Because they have backpacks and stuff. Boom. Somebody actually just mentioned uh, in Blade and Soul, if you don't have three to four alts all doing daily quests, don't even dream of having max level gear. So the, the gear grind gets absurd in Blade and Soul later. I was just throwing that out there. My issue with the gear grind in Blade and Soul basically comes down to it's too abstract. It's just low, it's just plus one, plus I, two, plus I three. Wait, the you... guy who talks in only abstract is mad that the leveling gear grind is abstract? You want what to is this? this? At least the soul shards make sense, all right? It just, it's a piece How of does that eight slices of pie you slap on your face make sense? Because the monsters that drop it, it okay, they could be carrying these rare treasure gems that give you different stats, all right? That's fine. That makes sense. But like, again, with mass, a dragon carrying a dragon slaying sword doesn't make sense. You know what's cooler than those pie slices? Like rings, like in Diablo, like rings you or have necklace. Ring here. Okay, like that okay. makes sense. Okay, you equip so it. I don't, what are these pie I don't, slices? 
I don't know what the pie slices are, but just imagine they're like an amulet you're piecing together, and yes, it's like a magical you, amulet. A little bit of visual, a little bit of uh, you know, oh mental. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. I think in this game you get the best of both. You get the item grind the same way you're talking about when you get new pieces of gear with the soul shards. You don't have to always wear the same sets either. When you find something really good, you just wear it. Okay, but the thing about this system, Erhan, is that you get this sense of accomplishment for leveling up a weapon. Like the weapon grows with you. Yeah, it's a nice it's feeling. Your weapon. It's it's a nice it's feeling. Like it's a nice feeling that everybody in your class, let's say, has the exact same weapon with the exact same stats as you. Oh my god, every game is exactly like that except what? BDO where they have four sets that everybody uses. No, no, there's different one. there's armor different armor sets and stuff. Like I, in in every other game I ran into people with different armor and stats and stuff. Until That's the late game. They don't the, have the, the best the, armor. Yeah. Well, I'm level 25. I don't have the best armor yet either in Blade of Soul. I'll tell you just salty. I beat him no. in 1v1 PvP. I level right? 25. And That's why he's In all the traditional MMORPGs, right? We'll have, yeah, see, they'll have they, different they gear. That, okay, no, what does it matter gear. if you have the same item with the same stats if you look different? And Blade and Soul has that in spades with all the costumes you can get. Also, for the record, Altai, you're wrong. And almost any MRPG at level 25, you can use the same gear as everyone else in your class at level no. 25. You know why? You use oh, the same quest. You do you do all the same quest lines, right? And you can use the weapon you get from the quest line that's the best. Guess what? They're all the same. Everyone's got the same weapon. Yes, you you've changed weapons a few times, but they're all at every no. point, at every stage, I mean, everyone that's your no, class with the same. I disagree. Weapon. There'll be an ideal set that everyone is aiming for, but some people will have the one piece, some people will have the other piece, some people will you, two, two hander, one hander. Line. No, no, you, there's dungeons by twenty five. Yeah, there's dungeons. Yeah. Thank you, Toby. Thank you. With All random right. drops. There you go. Alright, so that's my take on that. Uh it doesn't uh, I, I don't feel like I'm jiggling my stats enough or my, my equipment enough in Blade and Soul. I feel removed from my weapon. I feel removed. Uh, listen, I'm having fun with the combat, okay. right? I like that everything that I drop has a purpose, that I can use it to upgrade something else instead of just selling it. That's what I like. Yeah, there's a lot of vendor trash loot, like the like greeny meanies and, and you know, wow, that you're not going to use. Uh, that's all right. I, I, that doesn't bother me. You can just throw it out if you don't want to sell it. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude's voice is deep. Toby, did you know your voice is deep? No. <laughs> I, I mean, again, I, I feel like. You, what bothers Erhan is the pious slices aren't like gear, and for some reason, and the weapon. Everyone's the same weapon. Abstraction is, is such a big deal for him, which I, I think is absurd. It's one abstraction. Who cares? You know. What? I, 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 I think for an MMORPG, especially, and, and uh, this is why we're all lost in the desert looking for the next big MMORPG. Good MMORPG. Like, do you need these kind of small touches to bring the world together? When everyone is just running around, like, who knows the name of their weapon? I don't. Okay, right? but nobody's. And while I knew my stuff, everybody's running around no, with didn't. the same stuff. They're all wearing different costumes. No, no, your weapon, your weapon. Let's forget the costume. Nobody loves. Who nobody cares knows. about the weapon? You yeah, have. Different I had Benediction, and wow, like, it meant something. I, you know, like. Yeah, when you're max level, it's different. I, I bet you, when you get to max level in this game, weapon? you will what not know your weapon name. What was no. level twenty-five weapon in WoW? Oh wait, you don't know because it was like some random. Listen, all right, my paladin in WoW, okay, the one I did battlegrounds with, like low-level battlegrounds, had this cool like warhammer that like double proc. What was the name? I don't know the name. I forgot the name. But I okay, knew what it was. Go. I can yeah. describe it. It had a feeling to it. A double proc fire, and I had like an enchantment on it, so it like triple proc. Uh, proc. But in this game, it doesn't matter. It's just you just the the the, the weapon doesn't matter. It's all about the, the same four skills. 
Uh, four skills? There's a lot more than four skills. What are you whatever. talking about? Seven skills. There's more, there's more involvement in PvP in, in combat and Blade of Soul than like any other MMORPG. We're talking about combat. We're not, about combat. we're not talking about combat. You just said there's only four skills. There's more than four skills. My point is, you're not connected with the, with the character. I feel pretty connected with my character. All right. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move I'm on. right, you're wrong. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, let's, I know how to okay. settle this. We'll bring Derek Smart on and we'll have him answer it. <laughs> no, not Derek Smart. Not Derek Smart. We need, we need like a straw uh, poll, poll feature for like chat. We need like a bot yeah. that like people can vote. Like, like exclamation Altai, exclamation Remo, <laughs> exclamation Matt. Yeah, I'm curious that. in the chat. You, you have to have a Twitch bot. Do a straw poll right now. We'll do a straw poll right now in the, guy, in the chat. What do you guys think? Does, we we, I mean, we don't does, have a bot or anything. Is Altai's point a big deal? And while that poll goes on, I want to talk about... It's also MMORPG related too because... Um, talks about difficulty in MMORPGs. I know I've you know, ranted about this before in the streams. But uh, somebody actually commented on Reddit that Super Mario Bros. 1 has more challenge in the first 30 seconds than a typical MMORPG in the first 10 hours. True. Okay, that's true. but that's a completely different genre. Whatever, move on. Nope. I mean, I feel like difficulty like, in MMORPGs you know, is, a, is a big issue. You disagree? Yeah, Super Mario. The first 30 seconds was clowning easy. You, you had to like, jump over some stuff. You could fall into a pit and die. You can't die in MMORPGs in the first 10 hours for the most part. What MMO have you died in the first like ten hours? World of Warcraft. No, have you, have yeah. you played WoW today? No, not today, but when it came out. Okay, but we're talking today. Every game has evolved to being brain dead easy. Oh, Omer, we're losing here. We're we're losing to Altai. Where's right. your YouTube crowd? Come on, yes. come on. Yeah, well, I actually I agree with Erhan. I think the gear and, and Black Desert and then Blade and Soul. I I don't like it. The same thing with like talent trees. I don't know why. Games are moving away from talent trees. That's my favorite part. Because oh. at least with talent trees, you have customization. Tubby, you I just reminded me of another awful point in Blade of Soul. We're talking about. Oh, right. What do you mean? It's kind of like all it's right. related. It's related. Level three, for example, it's all streamlined. The talents now, or yeah. it's kind of like the same as like gear and Blade of Soul. It's streamlined. It's just like you have one weapon, you upgrade it. It's because they don't think you're smart enough to pick your own skills or choose between different weapons. So they just give you one weapon that you upgrade. It's just like, oh, there's just no thinking. There's no... I'd but that's rather... a problem with a lot of games today is that they, they devolve to that point where they get rid of the choice and the customization and thinking. That you just go with the streamlined approach. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't enjoy that. Like, that's... I don't I feel know. Like Blade and Soul allows you a lot more build customization through your skills than it does through your um, gear, though. All right, the you skill system. At any minute. The skill system. Mm -hmm. You get a point when you level up, right? Starting at some yeah. point, do I don't think it's presented well. I, I'm just like there's like four like um, okay, recommended just builds. Just because the interface is awful though doesn't mean that no. it's not a good system. It just means the. I mean, do you think it's a good system, Matt? Have you played with no, it? I'll ex I'll explain yeah, why it's okay system. Okay, the right, problem right. is it follows the current trend of MRPGs being really easy. When games are easy and you level up, right? You have no need or desire to look at the at the talent system and pick good talents. There's absolutely no need because the game is easy. Why even spend half a second worrying about optimizing your talent trees and even looking into it? As is with the talent system, I'm not even looking into it. There's no reason to look into it. It's only when you hit max level that you want PvP will you actually start experimenting with builds and playing with that around because there's no need to do it right now. And that's the unfortunate effect. And, of and, that, and you would agree that's a major design flaw. No, that is, that is, but that's that's but a that's trend every RPG is taking. Black or with 
Blade Sorry, and Soul. Blade and Soul. It That's is. what it's designed for. Blade and Soul. Blade and Soul gives you a ton of customization options and it lets yes. you change them whenever you want, so you can completely rebuild whenever you want. And then it gives you the recommended for people that want it simpler, but you're going to be stuck with a cookie cutter build that probably people can counter if they've been playing it for a long time. Listen, all right. I mean, it, it gives for you the best people, of every world. It doesn't because look, if, if I'm not engaged to to at least figure it out, like right now, what I do is well, once every three well, levels, not, not even every level, I open though. I open the skill thing, just click an auto. And then I close it. I have no idea what I'm leveling up. Am I getting new moves? Am Again, I improving my old ones? This is a it's really easy. bad perception issue on your part, no. not on the game's no. part. Because no, 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 you should no. always give people an easy You way can out. never blame the player. If, if something is not presented in a way that I can, if a player can figure you it out. You're literally saying that just because it has an automatic option, it is not engaging no, you. that's not what I'm saying. An that automatic option, no. That is exactly no, what you said. It can be presented in a way... Uh, that kind of compels me to slowly explore it, which a talent tree does. A talent tree is not overwhelming. I'm level 10, I get one talent point. I open it, there's only three options. I can do A, B, or C. I, but, I, but I see visually the progress. In this, in Benso, it's like a list on the left, right? All the skills. So it's not presented in a visually, it's aesthetically way. It's kind of like a chart versus like a nice infographic. It's up, it's up to the company to present it well. Sure, you. But I think I actually think the the skill system overall is pretty good. There's a lot of options to customize, and you can do it freely. There's a lot of good things going. The only bad thing about it was during the PVE process, during the grinding part. Yes. It's not that important because it's okay. the game is easy, as right. is every MMORPG. And it's that's a, a design flaw. Genre. That's a design flaw. I don't think it's that easy. I hit like level twenty, and I'm having issues now. Uh, nuts. I I one shot. I dropped a video. You can put in the background. We probably talk. I literally one shot everything. Wow. I don't. My issue with Blade and Soul 2 was just the PvE. It was like, go in this dungeon, it's the same dungeon layout, clear it. Next quest, you clear the same dungeon again, but it's in a different spot. Next quest, you clear the same dungeon again, it's but it's in a different spot. I thought the, pro the problem was it was easy. I'm pretty yeah. sure we, we I, I made a new character with Tubby. We didn't, I don't think we died once, because it was, you know, we go from point A to point B, just killing everything. I was like, yeah, I was like the witch. I just spam fireball and everything died in one shot. And I'm like, okay. With Blade and Soul, <laughs> I, I felt the graphics of the world were great. Like the visuals of the world environments. What are you talking about? I think the characters look better. I know what you're going to say. I think the characters look better. And Omer linked a picture while we were playing the other day that describes it perfectly. It looks like they took a rock texture and stretched it across a rock that was four times the size of the original rock. In fact, I'm, I'm going to show that video in the... I'm gonna show that picture in here right. because that was right. You can fun. show, but I, I wasn't gonna complain about the player models. The, the 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 enemies, right? They seem generic. I have no like connection like with the world in terms That's of the characters. Because you don't listen to the story. That's why. I no, I'm not like I haven't, I haven't seen a proper orc cam. Instead, I just see the same humans and like and the, and the wolves. Are you complaining because there aren't orcs in your? All I see is wolves. All I'm seeing is wolves and raptors. I, like this... I heard complaints. Are about you really that... saying that orcs aren't generic? No, <laughs> not just orcs. I want to see something like cool. There's a lot of cool things. Like what? What, what monsters have you desert. fought? What? Those enemies in the desert are all different. What? They're like raptors, like the raptors and ostriches, right? I don't know. They're like the starving bird things. They look yeah, the cool. birds. The wolves are generic. I'll give you that. But uh, the birds are generic too. But you said you said you didn't feel a connection with the world. But you can only say that because you didn't listen to the no, story. No, no, are you gonna I... say it's the game's fault that you don't no, listen no, to the no, story? No, no, no. I I'm not commenting on the story. 
because I didn't okay. listen to it. I'm, I'm coming but at the end. The, the enemy models are all just like dudes and like with with knives and like animals. That's it. That's all I've seen. Okay, but didn't we just talk the other day about how everyone else but me thought that story was important for engaging people in the world, and you're sitting here saying you didn't listen to the story, and that's why you're not getting engaged. I'm in the not world. engaged with the environment. I should say, not the world. The, again, that's no. We just argued the, the other story day cannot the story. connect. No, you, the character. The, the the maps, like the layouts, like the environment, and the monsters are failing to engage me. I, I'm not commenting on the story. Right. I want to I wanna take this discussion slightly uh, about easy, difficulty in games because somebody brought, he brought a point saying, shouldn't the models be easy because the grind takes forever? That's why the game is saying it's making it easy. But I would argue that it, it, there should be a lot less grind to get to max level, but it should be more rewarding grind where it's more challenging. You can have combat where when you kill a monster it's more that you could die it's difficult there are challenges along the way but you can get to max level faster i agree if the if the grind is insane it should be easy but make the grind less make the combat harder so it still takes a while but it takes a while through death and trial and error and with the whole talent tree system the problem is when it's easy you don't want to you don't care about skills and the problem with that is you kind of lose sight of progression the reason that you play games is to progress and get stronger and when there's no challenge it kind of defeats the purpose of playing the game and getting stronger you want, I, want to be, I want to look forward to the next level so I get a new skill point. I want to look forward to that talent point, which I don't do in Play and Soul right now, which is, again, one of the little issues early on. But once, you know, you just have to, as is, that's, I think that's a problem that affects too many games to really criticize it on Blade and Soul specifically. No, you have to, you have to. I, th I think the thing about Blade and Soul, though, is that it encourages you, to, you early on to use the auto, basically, by the fact that it doesn't take enough skill to get through PvE. Mm-hmm. Like, if it encouraged you, like, if it was di more difficult, it would encourage you to use skills that you were good with and balance your character around what you want to do with it. But since you can get away with using basically anything, it's not as, like, necessary for you to actually care about it early on. But again, once you get to the end game with the raids and the PvP, I can imagine that you would have a different outlook on that. Yes. Let's let's also change this a little bit to Blade and Soul to get Tubby involved a little bit, little bit here too. I think I think you mean Black uh, Desert, Black Desert, Black Desert Online also had similar issues. I mean, did, was the was the PVE like it was pretty that easy when I played up to where I played? Was did that continue uh, to max level? I'm not talking. I'm not yeah. talking world bosses. I'm talking no, just... it got harder than world bosses. I guess yeah, you're gonna mention world bosses, but like the actual like it depends how efficient you want to farm. Like if. You, uh, like when Medaya came out, and mm -hmm. the Assassins was pretty hard for most people, like unless you were really high geared. And then, uh, but once you like farmed it, it got easy. So like, yeah, early game was a joke, then it started to get kind of hard, but it's still pretty easy. Did you feel like the need to optimize your skill builds at all in uh, Black yeah. Desert? Because I didn't, because I feel like it was really like I wasn't even looking. I did. Yeah, I did. You did. Alright. I had I sat down with someone in my guild and actually talked about builds for our class for literally like hours at a time. We'd wow. sit there and go over the numbers and everything. But I, I just felt I didn't have to because again, I was grinding like, yeah, you, but... you you'd kill so many in in okay, the you grind mass monsters at a time. You pull like five, six mobs at a time to grind. Yeah, but you okay. got to like level thirty, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. You never got to the PvP, okay? So when you're in the early game, and even in the late game, if all you're doing is PvE, like, we got to the point where we were so powerful when we did um, the Treants guild mission, we'd all be, like, one-shotting every single one of them. 
I mean, at, at the end game. And they're basically level 50 mobs. But the, the thing about it is when you have people in open PvP that are coming after you, that are optimizing their skill builds, that have better gear than you, you have to think about it. You have to be ready. Well, in PvP, of course you got to think about it. Again, that's, that Blades will fix that issue of PvP as well. You have to think about your builds. And, but in PvE is what I'm talking yeah. about. You don't, you don't really think, I think about it Yeah, much. but in Black Desert, there's not a difference. Anyone can flag up against you at any point and attack that's you. That's true. Yeah, that's that, true. I thought it was telling me I would just kill random people. At all least the time. I kept people on there. Like that, that, that forces discipline. Like, I think the, the, the consequences of easy gameplay in MMOs is so detrimental for that reason. Like, mm -hmm. for example, if, if it's so easy that I'm just knocking everything down one shot, not, never dying, of You're course, when I, when, when, I, when I get a skill point, I don't care. I'm just going to do whatever, right? And yes, I'm not going to learn. It's a big problem, I would and, say. And, and you guys can't excuse it by saying, well, that's just you. you don't wanna, you're not looking into it. If the game doesn't force me to optimize just to kill things my level and progress, that's a, that's a design failure. That's entirely on the uh, development's fault. It has I, to, I teach wrote, me, it has to force me to learn the mechanics. All right. I wrote, I wrote an entire editorial about that. But again, it's at this point, you shouldn't expect that basic PvE is going to be difficult. And so you should know. No, we don't know. You can't as, say that. No, you can't excuse that. Right now. Okay, but us. Us here. All of us in this chat. Mm -hmm. We should know better. And we should be looking into it. But how do you make the PvE harder? Well... Uh, easy. I feel it, I think it's a it's a genre limiting thing. How yeah, I think really. Did, did you guys play WoW during just, the vanilla? You just learn a wow, rotation. used to be hard. No, I but, played WoW during vanilla. It was not that hard. No, if if you didn't, if you if you pulled two camps instead of one, you're that's it. You're, you got to run or you're dead. There was no. I, mean, I thought it was pretty hard, but like, I was also 11 when it came out. You know what oh. I mean? It no, was, no, I wasn't 11. I was in, I was in late high school, and and I same experience. It was. If you don't, if you pull two camps, you run or you die. That's it, and, yeah, and that's but... with the proper skill build, proper gear. Okay, but the other thing is, it wasn't that hard. There were always ways around it. Like when if you, you could got beat caught, it, yes. if you got caught in a situation where it was hard, it was because you were being stupid, and that was the thing with Vanilla WoW. You had to be stupid. But it punished stupidity. Really got killed. But right, so, now, you so get, right now, so, you don't get punished for stupidity. Yeah, and blame the soul. I, I'm playing. I'm using two moves. I'm using okay, one but hand. That's not going to make you look at your talent trees. That's just going to make you be more careful about what you pull. That's completely no, no, different. No, no. If, if, if I was dying, you would optimize your build. If you, yeah. if you actually almost die, because again, you're allowed to be. There's always leeway. It's like you make one mistake and you die. The thing is. In Blade and Soul, you're allowed so many mistakes because it doesn't matter. But the, well, that's the, not Blade so, and Soul. That's modern MMORPGs. That's, yeah, again, in modern. Again, I don't want to criticize Blade and Soul specifically for this because I no, don't think you Blade guys can't say I, that. You can't excuse it because other games suck. You can't please, say this please, part. Please, no, what we're saying is we can't just say it's Blade and Soul. It has to be modern MMORPGs because we can look at Riders of Icarus. Fine. We could look at they all suck Desert. then. then they all suck. They all suck. They're all shit. And that's why they're all not going to live up to like WoW or anything because they're all doing the same no. shit. Why was doing the same thing too? Why went full easy mode? Yeah, that's too? why it's plummeting. No, no that's not why it's plummeting. It's it, not why it's because of plummeting. You can't. It, it, you can't. Yeah. It hit the height of its popularity Listen, after. If the feature, if we, if we don't like the yeah. feature, and I, I assume I'm assuming from the vibe I'm getting, none of us are big fans of the current system with that. So don't okay, excuse it by saying the other games do it too. I'm excusing it. Play and Soul does a better job in difficulty than most Korean RPGs. So in fact, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna give it the pass for that reason. Does if you played other creative You RPGs, can't give it a pass for that. Okay, we got wiped in the first dungeon, okay? I'm yeah. calling that a pass. And the dungeons, if you do the like the quest dungeons, you do have a chance to wipe. Because I died like two, three times doing this one dungeon that was meant for a party. I did it solo. After like three losses, the fourth try, I got it. You guys, 
you guys were over leveled for the dungeon we, we were, were in. We were not that over leveled. It, it was like minimum was twenty, right? We were like yes, twenty two. Any other game, two levels over would uh, be are you to It's a six man dungeon. Day. We did it with three people. Four. No, it's four man dungeon too. Four oh. to six. Four, four to six, okay. And so, we did it with four people. Okay. And we died once on one boss. Right? Yeah. No, we wiped repeatedly on one boss. No. <laughs> once. Anyway, if if okay. once. My point is Blade Soul gets a pass. It's it's a fact that Blade and Soul is more difficult than most Korean RPGs. That I'm throwing that I'm throwing down the gauntlet on that one right there, okay? So we are criticizing the That's the like saying the frog from Hello Kitty is more badass than the other characters. It doesn't mean <laughs> What? Yeah, the frog, is, the frog something. is more badass. Hundred percent more badass. That totally does mean something. No, it doesn't. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so but all right, with all that said, here, I won't give it a pass. But with all that said, I'm I'm somewhat enjoying just random like mindless I'm, I'm grinding. I'm enjoying Blaine Soul right okay. now. Okay, so but and, I'm not I'm PvP, not giving it a pass PvP on this. Enjoy it even more, all right? Because PVP felt like I had to like outplay you. That's that's fun. All right, well you outplayed me using two moves. We'll try again with uh, when I use three yeah. moves. Okay, well again because well see you'll be forced to use multiple moves when you're doing PVP because. Well, Yes. It's not going to be this regular mob. But again, th that just means it doesn't want to be an MMO. It just wants to be a fighting game. No, I, not I, really, because there's open world PvP too. Yes. The game is doing pretty well regardless, okay? You know, it, it's doing better than most MMORPGs too. So let's, 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 again, you're just, there. you're comparing it, you're, you're lowering expectations. No, yeah, we're I not lowering expectations, expectations a little bit. <laughs> I'm not lowering <laughs> expectations. I'm just expecting it to be fun. And right now it's fun. I'm having fun too, yes. Despite it's not so all this brain dead. By having yeah, fun, you're, you're part of the problem, not the solution. Just kidding. I'm having fun. Go back to Dark Eden and shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, there's a game. Go back to 1997. Party like it's 1999. All right, all right, all right, all right. New news. Now, speaking of easy, mindless, shitty games, let's talk about mobile. Let's talk mobile, boys. Right. Let's talk about mobile. Okay, let's talk about mobile. Uh, Tencent is buying Supercell. Yep. Uh, Supercell makes those lovely Clash of Clan, Boom Beach, and Clash Royal. Stretch Royale. Games. Clash Royale. Oh, I'm sorry. Royale to you, buddy. Royale with cheese. Really <laughs> it's really Royale good. What? Cheese. How do you play it? It looks good. I've considered it. Oh. it. All right. Like, that game looks pretty fun, dude. Have you looked I mean, into you... it at all? I have I mean, not. you consider yourself a mobile gamer? No, not at all. Like, I only play Hearthstone on my phone. So, a but cool like... thing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Clash Royale seems pretty fun. Seems like it requires. It actually looks skill. different. I'm not gonna lie. It does look. It actually looks interesting. I've actually never yeah. looked into it. Let me look into it. The other two look stupid as hell, but like. Mm -hmm. Have you guys played any of the other ones? Uh, like Clash of Clans. No. Any of that I've stuff? played enough. Enough. Bro enough. Like uh, Ebony clones and like Plarium games that they're all the same to me now. All those strategy games are all the same. The place I used to work at, plenty of people quote unquote clashed, meaning played Clash of Clans, but I have never played Clash of Clans myself. Put on that clutch game. I want to see that clutch gameplay right there. Put on that clutch gameplay. Oh man, guys, look at this guy's Clash Royale right here. So one cool thing about, um, I guess this this story, right, is hmm. after this purchase, Tencent will have 13% of the entire worldwide gaming business. I'm not just. That's pretty huge. That's, I'm talking shit. mobile, console, PC, everything. everything. The whole gaming console. It's about a hundred billion dollar a year business, and they will have thirteen percent, thirteen billion of it. Impressive. So, for you guys that aren't too familiar with Tencent, they own League of Legends right now, which is they get a huge chunk of like the PC market from that. They own. Uh, they bought Supercell for Clash of Clans and some of the mobile games. 
and they own studios like Epic Games, you know, who make the Unreal Engine, so that they have a huge stronghold in the market. And they all, and they have the only legitimate Naruto online game. Yeah. Oh boy, he got my attention. <laughs> it's a crappy so, browser game. They paid a cool ten billion for this. Isn't it crazy that a game, that company that like Supercell is worth like over ten billion? It's ten point two billion. And then you have a lot of real companies that are just worth. I say real companies again, but they're still real companies. <laughs> but like, just for like, I'll tell you how much Activision is worth in a second. Because I mean, Activision I think is the biggest video game company in the West. Twenty-eight billion. So Clash of Clans is worth about a third of Act all of Activision. And you look at a couple like Nintendo. All of Nintendo is worth seventeen billion. And then you had Supercell worth ten point two billion. Isn't that crazy? That a company like Nintendo, which has had such a long legacy, these countless games, their 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 consoles, their platforms, their iconic characters, is like only slightly bigger than Supercell. Well, here's a fun chart, guys. Top ten public companies by game revenue. So number one will be Tencent after this merger. Number two is Blizzard, Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. You know what's interesting? Nintendo is not on this list. It's not in the top ten. NetEase wow. makes more game revenue than Nintendo. And I think this is not counting console sales. It's just counting yeah, game sales. Why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Candy Crush makes more gaming revenue than all of Nintendo. That yeah, really. can't be. But Nintendo has to make all their money with the old model of selling games. Like, they don't have that free-to-play cash cow going. Yeah, yeah. I think they're a detriment. They, they have the characters. Well, they do have now. stuff to it. Wait, what well, do they have now? It's a cash cow? Well, they don't have a cash cow. They have, like, Pokemon Shuffle and stuff. But did they make any of those games? They, they just license those. They don't even... They, they license it. It doesn't even count. I thought it's they made first... Pokemon Shuffle. I don't know. I don't know Pokemon Shuffle, but I know a lot of their, lot of their mobile games have been, out, you know, been licensed. Well, there yeah, it is, guys. You know nope. those people dropping, like, $2,000 on Pokemon Blue to get, like, the fanciest Pokemon? <laughs> so Never mind. Bad. They did license it. But how can a company like Nintendo like be this dumb that they're they don't they refuse to develop mobile games and instead they license their games to like Genius Sonority, the company that made Pokemon Shuffle? Like they have all these iconic franchises, they're not taking advantage of it. You can't license your game to a third party and hope it comes out with the same quality that you would if you do it yourself. But guys, guys, Pokemon Go is gonna have cross compatibility with all of the upcoming Pokemon games, which means that you're going to be able to trade Pokemon between them. All 720. Oh my god. <laughs> is, is that what they're up to now? 720? Yeah. Doesn't Digimon have way more? Like, Digimon, does Digimon have over 1,000? No clue. Digimon has too many. I'm going to say, how many Digimon are there? Let's take a bet, boys. I'm going to take a bet. Take a guess. Give me a number. Okay. Uh, Matt? Well, you said over a thousand, so I'm gonna go. With I, 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 I don't know that. I just threw that out there. I'm just saying over a thousand. That's, all right, fifteen hundred. All right. right. Somebody said a thousand to 1,100. 1,200 1, is the correct answer. Oh, what? No, no one even knows. It's just it's like uh. They're around twelve hundred. <laughs> uh, some of them, some of them no have yet to be confirmed. Yet. It's like it's like rain. It's like it's like bugs in the rainforest. You know, we haven't identified oh. all the species. Yeah, I, I didn't it's give like a specific Bitcoin. answer because I already googled it. <laughs> I just googled it while you were saying it. That's why I didn't want to give a specific answer. Somebody uh, said 87. No, you were way off. It's Burgermon. Oh my god. It is... Burgermon. <laughs> Wait, I have really to creative. This. Look at this. 
It is literally a little like Moogle basically with a burger hat. Yo, that's a quality, quality Digimon right here. Here's the thing with Digimon and Pokemon. When you get over a, like a certain amount, they become less memorable. The good thing about, you know, again, maybe just my nostalgia talking, but the original Pokemon, like, I knew every single Pokemon, and like, you know, but yeah. when you add so many more, no, you can't expect everyone to know every single Pokemon. Yeah. We should, uh, we should do Pokemon Blue for throwback there, is that? It's, I, I feel like it'll take too long. Speedrunning game, yeah. It's not a bad, uh, uh, Pokemon? You pretty fast, I think, if you're not, like, if you're trying to just do it as fast as possible. Really? Alright, I'll tell you, all you gotta do is win one, and then you can pick. Right now it's Remo's turn because he is uh, the winner. Which one did you pick? It's two uh, days probably, probably Donkey Kong Country, the original. First well, NES? We're playing Donkey Kong Country on Thursday. Nice, I yeah. Remo. Tubby, Tubby begged me to play that one, so I said, okay. Begged? I got on my knees and he was like, fine. fine. He, was like, he got on his knees and said, baka, baka. I hope you guys are enjoying yeah. this uh, Clash Royale gameplay in the uh, background here. I'm this loving is, it. This is the future yeah. of gaming right here, so get used to it, boys. Yeah, this looks pretty interesting. Like, there's some strategy. Is this a tower defense? What is this? You get cards, you have mana, the cards are summons, you summon them in specific spots. It's like, it's like Nexus Wars. I was going to say, you know, be a really cool mobile game? Nexus Wars. It's yeah. a StarCraft mod. But are there some pay to win elements in this? I guarantee this mobile is some pay to win elements. Well, obviously, you just pay, you get your new units. Yeah, you get talking, cards. About, like, talking about uh, StarCraft mods, how come. No game has been able to get a custom game scene like Warcraft 3 and like old Brood War. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dota tried it for a while. They didn't have any other options. Wait, what are you talking about? Starcraft was so popular besides that. Even besides Because the they didn't have any other options. Oh, no. yeah, the modders had no options. No, they were the basically like the moddable RTSs at the time. That's true. Like, I feel like today, let's say you're some skill at programming or you have a good idea, it's easy to boot up Unreal or Unity for free. And make like a shitty little indie game rather than spend hours trying to make uh, a decent mod. Maybe that's but why I don't know. At, yeah, if, if you look back at StarCraft, like that game spawned so many genres. Like, it popularized the tower defense genre. I mean, they had there were tower defenses before StarCraft One, but the StarCraft One custom has popularized that genre. They created the mobile genre with Anno Strife. There was a map for StarCraft called Anno Strife, which literally was like the grandfather of mobile games. And obviously, it, it took off more in Warcraft Three with Dota. But like, games like StarCraft and Warcraft have such a big impact on like game design almost. You mean the impact of modders in StarCraft? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But why? Like, Don't so give Blizzard credit game. for that. I'm not giving Blizzard any credit for that. But they should. Somebody should create a game that's not like they they strip off all the single player and like the regular game. They should just make a game that's like like an engine, a simple engine, like Unreal, but like way more simplified, but more complex than like RPG Maker and like with multiplayer elements. I think that could do really well. my three cents on that i was gonna say dota dota tried to make custom games but they didn't really get anywhere from what i remember it was like the week that launched it was all right like mm -hmm. overthrow whatever it was called was pretty popular uh they had a few popular ones but like it hasn't taken off at all since then yeah it's a shame even even today people still play dota one and they play that chinese dota also on uh warcraft 3. so yeah. i mean they uh, last week, me and my buddy actually reinstalled Warcraft 3. We went on Battle.net, and there's still, like, so many custom games, like... Did you play Warcraft. Footman Frenzy? No, it's actually dead. There's, like, no more people who play it. Rip Footman Frenzy. Good times. Yeah, Footman Frenzy is so fun. Just getting an overpowered hero. I just, like... 
I know. I remember if you ran them in uh, Fubin Frenzy, you had a chance of getting one of these two special heroes. Yeah. But but yeah. Half the, most of the time you just end up with some Duke one you don't want, and you just like time to leave and remake. Like the like, first uh, five minutes, like half people leave. Like Torrent Chieftain was so owned, she just shockwave mm -hmm. and kill like everything. He stomp stun everything. His aura was really good. Maybe too. one Throwback Thursday, we could do like Warcraft three custom maps. That'd be pretty fun. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. You ever play uh, Island Troll Tribes? Oh, I love that one. Oh boy. There was Arctic Troll yeah. Tribes. There was a few oh, of them. Oh yeah, that one was fun too. I liked all the Troll Tribe ones. Mm -hmm. Yo, alright, we should uh, yeah, we should do that one day. Just get a uh, bunch of guys together. Have an in-house island Troll Tribe day. Yeah, pretty fun. Times. Alright, well our time is wrapping up. Two quick things I want to throw out there. Uh, well, one thing. Mighty Number no. 9 came out, finally. It was like some Mega Man uh, successor game. There was some uh, drama about that. I yeah, think well, Matt knows the drama. You, I don't know. I didn't pay attention to the drama about it. Well, I hear it's just not very good. I hear the gameplay is fine, but like none of the level design is good at all, and the enemy design is terrible. Yeah, it looks. It doesn't. They 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 like, they promised too much in the Kickstarter, and they didn't deliver everything they said they would, and they raised I, a good amount of money. Also, I'm pissed because the co-op mode they have online co-op, and it's not like campaign it's strictly challenge maps eh. anyway the, the moral of the story is be very careful when you give money on kickstarter and probably don't give money on kickstarter the moral of the story is after that and that whole red ash kickstarter just don't trust kg and Ifune. there you go i'm looking at the dislikes for like these trailers and wow there's a, why are, well, there's a lot of hate on here yeah i haven't played it so i'm not gonna i mean i don't know all the drama behind it but oh there's a yeah lot of I forgot about that because I'm half asleep. I'm actually drinking coffee right now. <laughs> Anyways, that's right. KG Inafune actually came out and said that the game that they released was better than nothing. Huh? That's wow. a that's a reassuring that's word. Really low standard, a low bar to beat, you know. That's that's what he said. How insulting is that shit to all their Kickstarter backers? Oh my god. Kickstarter platform where dreams are made, guys. Where dreams are crushed, and hype is sold. I mean, you'd think it'd be easy to make a Mega Man style like indie game today. Like all you need is like nine levels, right? They Each do one. all the time. I mean, it's like twenty XX is a Mega Man styled roguelike, I think. Roguelike. Nothing uh, beat Mega Man X in my heart. All right, Mega Man X, great game. Yeah, it's uh, actually one of my favorite games. Yeah, good, see, uh, I actually. It's funny when I played the first level that they had for Mighty Number no. Nine. I I had some hope for it, but then. I played the second level and it was pretty bad. All, all the design effort went to the first level. That's why I was. That's when I was telling you. Uh, they had the underwater level with the um, pong playing mini boss thing. It was terrible. Yeah, I hate <laughs> underwater levels. They're always. Well, Donkey Kong Country has one pretty early on, so get ready for that. Luckily, that one's super easy. The first like world. That game gets insanely difficult, so we're gonna have a lot of frustration. So who, who's confident? Who's confident for Donkey Kong Country? I know Tubby is. He said he was. He, he's got at it. No practicing. No practicing. Yeah, no practicing well, allowed. That's ratty. Yeah, no practicing. Well, see, Cat's over here. Like, let me take over. I played the crap out of that one. Oh yeah. All right. You, you, you guys can. You guys can. Tag team it. Tag you guys can yeah, take turns. Actually, you can tag team it. Right? Switch every death. Switch every death. No, switch every monkey. Because that, that's how co-op used to work in that game. Well, my brother and I used to do it. Like we each have one controller yeah. in our hand. One of us would be Diddy. One is the other one. And then if one dies, it switches controllers. Yeah, Diddy mm -hmm. is by far the better one. Don't yeah, 100%. 100%. Clunky than Diddy's just ownage. 
Like, just like a gimp version. Like, you have worse controls, slower, bigger hitboxes. <laughs> Yo, he can yeah, jump on the big alligators and kill him. Donkey Kong Country 2, like, yeah, DK sucks. We're going to get you female Diddy as your second character now. You guys said, do you know about Divergence Online? Oh, God, no. Let's not go there. All right, well, again, we're running up on our time here, guys. Sorry we didn't cover more. Uh, hopefully, we will next time. Uh, we'll talk a little bit in overtime, too. Yeah, we can talk in overtime. So if you're watching on Twitch, you're in luck. If you're on YouTube, check us out live next week. All right, bye. Later, YouTube. See ya.